What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Bringing the Smackdown. You guys know my name. I'm Global News Wrestling, a.k.a. Travis. I'm Anthony. I'm Ethan. And like I said before, we call Bringing the Smackdown. In this episode, we have loads of information we need to go over. But the first topic we want to talk about is our feedback. Our feedback about Money in the Bank. So without further ado, let's get right into this. So the first uh, bit of detail we want to go into is the top two matches of the night. The top two matches, the top title matches, I would say, is Braun Strowman versus Bray and actually Steph versus McIntyre. But we're going to start off with Braun versus Bray. Um, I want to start off by saying this match was, you know, I would say it was solid. Very, very solid. You know, it had a lot of details within the match, and you obviously see that... Um, we're gonna. Their feud is gonna continue no matter what. Maybe at Backlash, maybe at SummerSlam. Who knows? Maybe Braun Strowman goes against somebody else at Backlash, and then uh, Bray comes back with the Fiend, and then go against Braun. But remotely, I think this match was very, very solid. It had a lot of you know, you know, details in between the match. You know, you had you know Bray, you know, little friends come out, distract Braun, and then Braun had the mask on him. You know, when it was in the you know. And the Wyatt family, and then Bray was like, oh, you betrayed me, etc. I just felt like this match was just like, you know, it, it tells a lot of story from their past, and it's going to continue the story no matter what. How do you guys feel about this one? Uh, I obviously thought that uh, Sherman was going to win after thinking about it, because they're not going to give him the title just to lose it right away. But this feud is definitely not over. I think The Fiend is going to be the next one to face him. But I thought this match was really good at telling a story, especially like the history that they had between themselves from when Braun was in the Wyatt family. But I thought it was cool how Braun played a mind trick on Bray instead of the other way around how it usually is. Um, to be honest, for me, this match was more story than actual wrestling. I mean, like, yeah, there was good hints. <clears throat> oh, shit. There was instances where, yeah, the... um. The wrestling itself was okay, at, like okay at best, but this is more about telling a story. I feel like when we get to the Fiend versus Braun Strowman, it won't actually be at Backlash. I'm hoping it's at SummerSlam, where presumably the fans will start to return, if because he's really Vince is really aiming for that. But um, I wouldn't be mad if uh, Strowman faced somebody like Cesaro or like Nakamura at a Backlash. Yeah, true that. No, I no, I totally agree with both of you guys. Do you guys think? Braun Strowman will drop the title anytime soon. If he faces the Fiend, then yeah. That's just me. I gotta say but, no. But the thing about it is anything is possible because look what happened with Goldberg and the Fiend. Exactly. I got for me I gotta say no. Cause um I would say yes and no. It just depends the, on they're, they're really even though they're even though this was a last minute push, they're really starting to go all in on Strowman. You can tell. By the way, they've been booking him for the um for the past couple of weeks. They're really going to start going in as Dude. him as champ. So I don't really think that they're going to have him, you know, drop the belt anytime soon. Now, if he does face the Fiend at SummerSlam, Otis, Otis cash in seems very out of the ordinary. Otis, uh, I'm saying it's out of the ordinary. It's hard, dude. It's hard. It's out of the it's out of the ordinary for him to cash. Ca- it's cash hard, in that man. It's no. hard. That's, no. that's just my opinion. No. Otis cash in would be out of the ordinary. Dude, but it wouldn't make know. the least sense. That's my little two cents on that. But, you know, 
I don't know, cause he, he cause cause look at Otis on SmackDown here. He teased it, and he's yeah, like, "Well, he, he oh, I'm gonna it. do it." I honestly, like, I honestly think they're just gonna have him tease it for like the longest time. But it's also hard because, dude, Strowman and Bray are like my top two on SmackDown. So it's like, so hard for me to choose. It really listen, is. Like, you, you, the thing with Strowman and Fiend, the Fiend is they're two dark pres- presences. No matter what way you slice Strowman, you're always gonna have that extra layer of. I can do this to you. I could throw you off of this thing. Even though Strowman hasn't done that in a while, you know, he doesn't mean that he still can't do it. And that's why I'm saying with, like, with him and The Fiend, they could just go straight up kill each other in a match. Here comes Otis waddling down the ring and catches in on Braun Strowman. That would be the biggest Don't swerve say ever. he's wad- waddling <laughs> down the <laughs> ring. He can, he can walk what like is a he normal a person. <laughs> yeah, like, what? He's but waddling. I'm calling it right now. Great match. Strowman versus The Fiend, SummerSlam, Steel Cage match. Hell in a Cell. Cage match? Hell in Steel a Cage. Cell. They need a Hell in a Cell. Steel Cage. They, they need a Fall They in. need a Hell in a Cell. I don't mind Steel Cage, but a Fall in Count Anywhere match will be, you know. Or that. Or that. My mm. prediction, you know, Ooh, just, to end it, just to end it. To end it? I, no, the, the, if we're ending it, I got to have Last Man Standing. I mean, Fall Count Anywhere, like. It's basically almost the same thing as the last man standing. You you know you you fight to the death in the match. You might as well. I mean, One like last man standing match can be the best. You know, in in, in that circumstance. I they, mean, they I don't, can I don't they really can mess around and bring back the inferno match. I wouldn't be completely mad. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. That's something they could do with no fans. That's right, just the something inf- they can do real quick. The inferno, the inferno match, and it could be a cinematic yeah. match, or they're either at it. Yeah. All right. So. Um, I honestly, you know, I love the storytelling they're doing with Bray and Braun. Honestly, overall, you know, I feel like they obviously they're going to continue it. You know, from what I heard, from what I heard from reports, you know what I mean. Um, but um, I just feel like it's, it's um, the match was all at Money Bank, Money in the Bank. You know, it could have been like a little tweak, you know, tweaking in there a little better and stuff like that. But it was just more of a storytelling than a match, actually. And I honestly agree with all you guys, no matter what, on this. Um, Prediction, not prediction. My bad. Well, I'm saying fucking prediction, right? <laughs> um, you know, you guys' honest opinion. So, you know, we just gotta wait and see. So, um, the next up, what we want to talk about is uh, Steph versus McIntyre. Um, it's not too much to say in this match. You know, I feel like it was a very, from my, from my perspective, you know, it was an awesome match. You know, uh, it was going back and forth, more of a grounded pound match. You know, you had some, you know, high spots in between the matches. McIntyre, you know, had his dominancy inside the match. Steph had his dominancy inside the match as well. So I feel like the match was very solid, you know. You know, uh, uh, Steph pit over Drew McIntyre. You know, he's he's a current champ, so you got to pit him over. You know, can't lose a title that fast just winning that WrestleMania. But overall, this match was great, you know. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say. I just want to know what's going to happen next with McIntyre. What's his next opponent? But how do you guys feel about this match? It's the same thing. This was just the first like test for Drew, and there was no way he was losing it. But it was a it was good for him to have Seth as his first opponent, and it was a really good match. I was actually really entertained through it for the most part. But um, yeah, it's just really who's next for Drew and what other things he can do because he is a dominant ch- champion right now, and that, that's what that's what Raw needs. All right, like I said last week on episode one, I remember it said this is a passing of the torch match in a way as Rollins, you can see Rollins at the end shaking his hand now, 
what he did on Raw kind of contradicted that because initially I thought with my thought process, I thought he was going to go away after this pay-per-view, but it seems like he's going to be here for a while. Now about the match, the finish is what really got me out of my, like got me out of my seat, you know, having the super kick and the headbutt, then into the Claymore. Very innovative. Ah, innovative. And I really, I, for, for Drew's next opponent, I really need either Andrade or Angel Garza. I feel like those two are the top heels on Raw right now, besides Rollins and Murphy. And I feel like you can already see like the, the disintegrating of their group with Zelina Vega and them. So, you know, Angel Garza and Andrade for, for one of the title. Facts, facts, big facts. Um, is there any other matches that interest you in this, you know, besides the ladder match? Is there right. any, any like, core match, you know, that interests you guys, you know, at Money in the Bank, besides the stuff for Honors and Brian and Bray? I was I was actually really disappointed they didn't give my girl Tamina the title. Like, ah, I knew that, it was coming. That should have happened, but I understand why it didn't. I understand. But at the same time, I kind of – I like the tag match for um, the SmackDown tag titles. That was a good, like, introduction match for uh, the Forgotten Sons to, like, make themselves, like, seem serious. But it was it wasn't mediocre, but it wasn't a five star match either. Um, me personally, the the SmackDown Women's Championship match was good ish, but short. Like, um, a good spot was definitely when uh, Tamina grabbed Bailey off the floor, like, and threw her to the ropes outside and like lariated her, which is probably one of the most brutal spots I've seen out of that match. Um, tag match was pretty solid. Um. I didn't get to see Cesaro and Jeff Hardy. I heard it was really good, though. Oh, yeah, that so, was good. My, it was I good. Was. Yeah. I think yeah, before to... Seamus was going to come out, but he didn't come out. So. Yeah, I was surprised that. He was I surprised watching. he didn't. He was watching from backstage, I think. Mm-hmm. He was watching from backstage, but I felt like, he, you know, I thought he was going to come out, but he didn't, actually. But my opinion, my, like, like, like you like you said, and I, I feel like, you know, Timita should have won, but it's it's all good. It's all fine and Danny, I guess, is whatever. You know, I just felt like she should have just like just have one title right Exactly. Title just right one. I feel they're just they're way one. they're they're biding their time. They're they're biding their time. I feel like they had they, they we already knew that there's a story to be told with Sasha and Bailey. And I felt like if you put this on title well, on like twenty times they did that already. I they never got the they have they really gotten out like the the, the 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 match the match on the main roster. I mean we got we, there would be times where we're like, oh, Bailey threw Sasha into the steps. Oh, but there was no match to follow up, or they would always tease a match. Like, because you, you, you've seen their NXT match, it was gold. And now they're getting the stages getting ready, set for having a, you know, a big match. Like, yes, they've always turned on each other and always been like wibble wobbly with each other. But I feel like with this one, we're going to get a finally a good, an A, a good match, and a B, a good Sasha coronation run. If they have her. This has to be the last one, though. It yeah. has it, it, to be. Yeah, I cannot. They need to be and then separate, separate them. Separate them for two years. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> for real. Only man. see each other at Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. I don't care. From eternity, bro. Like, for real, man. We've been, they've, been, they've been building this up ever since they got to main roster. Like, they had the the women's tag team championship match where they lost. They're like, oh, I'm going to turn on you. And then there's the stupid stuff with um, Charlotte when the when all the four horsewomen were feuding on Raw where Bailey first initially turned heel. 
And then it was just, it was just, oh my it's, lord! It's like it's, it's like it's no fans, it's no nothing, no shabab and you know, all the other stuff. You know, they just, just do they feel, you know, at, at SummerSlam, just do it. Have Sasha win the belt for freaking sake, you know? And you know, it's PG, like Drew McIntyre said on Raw, it's PG, you know. Um, if when and <clears throat> this has uh, to be the final one, though. This has to be the coronation for so- for uh, they Sasha. Did it before, but like they, did it like they, they don't, they've done it so many times. But this needs to be the one. This needs to be the one where she gets like a good 200, 180-something day reign with that title. She's always gotten like, bro, that ain't happening. You got it. You got it. You got it. If you want me to, if you want me to call her a four horse woman brush, you got to have her win that title. You see what happened when she when she feuded with when she feuded with Charlotte. Don't remind me of all that. Don't remind me of that. <laughs> Look, this she feuded with Charlotte that, that Monday. It, what was it like a? Um, it was a, a Monday. Count, I think it was like a, a Monday. Anywhere match, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then that's how you know that weekend was hell in the cell. She lost. Like she lost. So annoying, bro. And she lost, bro. She had a she had a, a what a five or six day reign, and she lost it on Sunday. Like how how the heck does that make sense? You must be did some you know some wild shit in the backstage to you know make your reign go that short. Like, no, you- no, no. I think it was like no. It was the 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 the, the Monday they announced the match would happen at um at uh Hell in a Cell, and she challenged her. Wait, I forgot. I forgot. Wait, I don't even remember which time she challenged her to an Ironman um to an Iron Woman match. I think it was like at Roadblock, if I'm not mistaken, that she challenged her to an Iron Woman match after she won the title again. Off of something, which is oh, just Jesus. Moral of the story here: Have Sasha win the belt. Please give her a long reign. Then do whatever you want with her after. Facts. I feel like to put this in a nutshell for what all what we're saying right now: just give, just give Sasha the reign, and and please, and and, give her a and, reign. and with Bailey, I feel like the most on top women this year. Besides Becky, was Bailey and Charlotte. So I say Becky's already gone away from her role. She stepped down. Bailey and Bailey and Charlotte need to step down as well. Like I feel like it's time for Becky Sasha to have her year at because she they they call them the four the four horsewomen, but out of all of them, the one that's accomplished the least is Sasha. You gotta admit right. that. Even Bailey's accomplished. Bailey was the first one out of the group to accomplish Grand Slam before all of them. Facts, and I just feel like, like, like I said, like I said, overall, just give her, you know, the reign, just give her the title, and just, just, just close the book, just give yep. it, yeah, close the book. But, like, like I said, overall, just give it to her, and we're just gonna move on from that. Right. Um, we said we had what we had to say, but here's what we, re- what I really want to talk about within this, this topic. Is the ladder match the corporate head the corporate headquarters match or where whatever however you say it, you know, my opinions on this match, I loved it from start to finish. I loved it from start to finish. Um, one of my I'm gonna say one of my favorite moments is in the uh, match when they all went in front of Paul Heyman, and you know they had a food fight. Otis was shaking in front of Paul Heyman, threw food at him. And they just had a like full out like you know food fight, you know. And then that's you know Shayna Baszler was choking Rey Mysterio, and then Otis and I just squished him like a little pancake and stuff like that. This match was remotely awesome, you know. I I feel like you know they did a heck of a job with this, you know. It was funny, it was refreshing, it was something new that we needed to see because we in this pandemic we need to see something new, you know. Like wrestling is the only thing that's currently on right now besides a couple other sports in the world. 
you know, but I feel like this was, you know, one of my favorite, you know, moments inside the match. I'm going to let y'all talk about this. So what was y'all favorite moments in this match? Um, How do y'all feel about it? I actually, I liked it, like you said, from start to finish. It was, like, at first a little hard to keep up with, like, both matches at the same time when they were, like, doing the different cutscenes. But, man, dude, has my boy Ray gone through it this past week, getting thrown <laughs> off a building, getting squ- before getting choked out by Shayna, then getting squished by Nia and Otis, then getting thrown off a building, and then the psycho stuff that Seth wanted to do to him on Raw with those stairs. Like, sheesh, he earned his paycheck. He definitely earned his paycheck this week. But other than that, I knew that the spot with Vince in the office was going to happen, and I thought that was hilarious because that was just classic Vince. And the hand sanitizer spot was just hilarious with what's going on right now. My opinion on the match, it was match of the night. You got to give it match of the night. Um, I wouldn't say, like, match. I wouldn't go out and say, oh, it was match of the year. Um, But it was definitely a good one to watch, one to go back and watch. Um. Now, my opinions on some, one spot that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way was definitely when they threw Alistair off the building. I felt like that was very unneeded to my boy, who was my pick. <laughs> very unneeded. Yeah. Very, and don't end me, and that was very unneeded. But um, no, I mean, two of my picks got thrown off, but my first pick won. So <laughs> yeah, right. and, yeah. Now when now here's my thing, when when they had Oscar win the win the uh briefcase I, I i was really confused why was corbin trying to get the women's briefcase <laughs> no i think they were both just like i think that was just like a comedy spot they put together and they yeah. both were trying to get it and like corbin was like no i'm trying to get it first while no one's here and then she just kicked his big head mm-hmm. off the ladder and oscar won he <laughs> kicked him dead man and i, I remember yeah. I, I remember saying i wanted oscar to win last week but i didn't think don't even go through with it but look where we are now Oof. yeah yeah. A little ball head. <laughs> that made me that, that when when she grabbed the briefcase after kicking his head, that made me just laugh and scream at the same time. I was dead on the floor. That boy needs some oil. She you know this. Type of <laughs> 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 All right. All right. <laughs> um. Um. But I feel like the um within within the ladder match, it was well put together. You know, my picks didn't win, obviously. But Oscar and Otis won. From my personal perspective, I felt like both of them was great picks. Oscar was a great pick. The original plans were from what I heard was reported was Shannon Blazer was supposed to win and go against Becky, but Becky, you know, had you know what she had, you know, she's pregnant. So, um, but we get into that later in the, um, in the show. But as of right now, Oscar is a great pick. I felt like she needed a title a long time ago. You know what I mean? And Damn right. It, you know, she finally got her, you know, her chance right now. And, you know, Austin's a great pick. Otis, on the other hand, is another great pick. You got to understand, this man is, a, he's he's funny. He's original. He doesn't try too hard. He's a great wrestler. He does what he needs to do. Him, he's getting the push he deserves right now. Besides him not being with Tucker right now. And I understand that, you know, he's, not, he's out of the mix. You know, he's. Otis is with Mandy, so, you know, after that feud is done, maybe they go back together. You never know. But Otis is a great pick, you know. But how do you guys feel about these picks, Oscar and Otis? I I absolutely love that they pulled the trigger on Otis, obviously. People are, people are hating on him so much for winning, but just just give the comedy spots a chance. It's not that – it's not that – 
he's trying to make himself not serious, but like that's his character. He's a comedy like character. But like I mean, if you guys listen to William Garcia's podcast, that man's been through so much in his life. He deserves his push. He really does. And he slept on as an amateur wrestler too. No one knows the all the tournaments and championships he's won in amateur wrestling either. I didn't think that I didn't think they had the balls to pull the trigger on either of them. I didn't think they were gonna because I remember reading reports that they were very, um, very high on Oscar and um, Otis in the, earlier in the week. I'm like, oh, there's no way. I feel like you know Black and Baszler are gonna win this, so they can keep going pushing with that. But when you start to think, when you start to really sit back and think, most of the guys and women in the ladder match either a have won it previously or b really don't need it. It's like when you when you take yep. somebody. Like Alistair and um, Baszler, it kind of takes away from their character. I mean, Baszler, when she she did great as a heel on uh, on uh, Raw this uh, Raw last no this week, she did great as a heel and went with the whole baby stuff. But I'll get to that later. But um, you know, Alistair is a dark presence, just like the Fiend and Braun Strowman and others. He doesn't really need to carry around a, a briefcase and come in and run in people's matches to taunt them. Yeah, he could play mind games, but at the end of the day. It's never been his character, so I was so when you really stop to think, and Otis is kind of that guy, you know, he can just run in and be like, ha ha, oh, I'm gonna do this, and just turn into a comedy act, which would still be hilarious. And granted, he still he can still be serious in the ring. You, if you've seen, go go back and watch Heavy Machinery versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan again, a good match where you saw both Otis and Tucker prove that they can go in the ring together. And for people who are saying, oh, Otis doesn't need the money in the bank, oh, he it's a joke that he won. Damien Sandow won the yep. won the money in the bank briefcase. So I mean, like oh, beef, money in the bank briefcase. So it's it's really not out of the ordinary for WWE to push joke wrestlers as big things in companies. No, I I completely agree with all you guys. I feel like I feel like you know the fans are rushing. You know they're jumping. You know they're jumping the gun right now. They're jumping into conclusions right now. Oh, why is it Otis? Why can't he do this? Why can't he do that? Just give him a chance, for heaven's sake. Stop complaining. Stop whining. Stop doing all that bull crap and just go with the flow. You cannot, you cannot, you know, tell your perspective on the first thing you see. You got to go with the flow and continue on what you see and then give your opinion. Like, whenever, when, like, you know how, you know, long time, you know, what was it? Money in the Bank, was it last year when Brock Lesnar won? Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> Yeah, Brock Lesnar won. Mustafa Ali was at the top of the ladder, and Mustafa Ali was about to win, and Brock Lesnar came out the last second. You know, at first, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, first, I was like, oh, my gosh, why did he win? And I let it, I let it, you know, fly out, and I let it, you know, you know, like, pan out, and I'd be like, you know, let me just see what happened. And then at the end of the day, he lost the title to Seth Rollins, so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just let it play out. That's what people need to do in the WWE. Like not even the WWE wrestling community, just let the stuff play out, and then y'all will say y'all perspective. Y'all can't judge a book by its cover before you actually see it. Yeah, just give it a shot. That's all you need. Just, just give it a shot. You can't just judge stuff off what you just see at the first perspective of everything. You gotta, you gotta let it pan out and then judge it. You can't just like judge it at first sight. But no, I completely agree with both of you guys. You know, we're gonna move on from that topic. You know. Um, money overall, money bank was you know was solid, very very solid. You know, I enjoyed it. Something that something to watch during this time, during this tough time. And I, you know, I loved it from start to finish. You know, they had a little hiccups in between, but you know, it was great. You know what I mean? But um, 
you know, post post Money in the Bank, you know, Raw, you know, the next day, we had some big news, you know, from what from what I heard, you know, Oscar didn't even know she was winning the belt. You know, that's from what I heard. She didn't even know she was winning the belt. She didn't know, you know, Becky was pregnant and stuff like that. But my thoughts is like, you know, what's next for Oscar? Who you guys think is next for Oscar? <laughs> or uh, how do you feel about this? You know. You know, there's not too much to say about his pregnancy with Becky, but how do you feel about those two topics? Well, I mean, uh, honestly, that's probably, like, a, one of the best ways to end the, that title reign. Like, you were the dominant female wrestler in the company for, I'm sorry, the la- almost last year and a half, two, two years. Two years, definitely two years. Yeah, two years. And you had that big of a title reign, and you were holding both titles at once. And then you had to drop the title because you found out you're pregnant, you're become a mother. Like that's that's the best way to go out, honestly. But Asuka, yeah, she deserves it. And her next competitor or next opponent should be I don't want to say Shayna because Shayna's not gonna win that, and then people are just gonna complain that Shayna didn't win. So I'll say Ruby Riot. Personally, me, um, I feel like that's the same thing with, you know, and nobody pinned her for that title. Nobody, yep, exactly. not once yep. pinned her for the title, no matter what way you slice it. And, and during her year on top, she held, she, she went from holding SmackDown Women's Championship to holding both to holding the Raw Women's Championship at the end. So she, she really just went unopposed. And won the Royal Rumble. And, oh, yeah, exactly. Too. So she yeah. really went unopposed and made event of Mania. So she really yep. was on top for the past two years. And for her to be able to finally take that break is really good for her. Um, but Asuka, first opponent, is going to be Nia. It's going to be Nia. I feel like she's she can eat a pin. And and Asuka can look great. And Nia can look great. Because it's really going to be a David and Goliath type situation. Because with Asuka last year and her match with TLC. No, not two years ago. It was like three years ago. With her match with Asuka, um, Nia, they did a wonderful job telling a story that, like, you know the little woman can beat the big woman, and the big woman can make the little woman look, the little woman look good. So yep. I feel like um, for her, for Nia and Oscar to step in the ring at Backlash will be a good thing. Now, if Baszler is the one to take off the belt from Oscar, I feel like you need to give keep Baszler away from the title, keep her feuding with guy, keep her feuding with established people like people who already won the belt. Like have her go feud with um. Kari saying, have you go feud with uh well after Nia's done with Asuka, have her go feud with um Nia because if Horio established women's champion. Hell, you can even have her feud with Natalia, give her a good feud, not just yep. a two minute squash. Exactly. So, you know. But um if Becky if when whenever, if if because there's always a bit a big if with you know these kind of things in life. So if Becky eventually returns, um Royal Rumble 2022, 2021 sounds, I know, 2022, uh, sounds pretty good. A return for her a year out. Um, uh, my my thoughts with uh, with Seth, actually, um, I'll get to that later when we start talking about Raw. But here you go. Um, I completely agree with you guys. Um, but my pick will be, I want it to be Liv Morgan because they wanted to push her for so long right now. Uh, since, you know, them having a crowd, you know, she came back, you know, she, you know, she was in a feud with Rusev and, you know, Bobby Lashley and Lana. I just felt like during that time, you know, 
they wanted to push her. Paul Heyman wanted to push her. But I guess that's got, you know, discontinued. I feel like her first opponent should be like a Liv Morgan oh, yeah. can wrestle. Oh, yeah. Well, but very well. She's slept on. She's very like, slept she's very, on. She's very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she, I feel like one at one moment, Liv Morgan will be champ, you know. You know, not anytime soon, but one one day she will be champ. Oh, yeah, and she's but, young, too, so she's got time. Very young. And I yeah. just feel like Liv Morgan should go against Austin and have a very good match. Very good match. And then, you know, let, you know, Austin, you know, don't let her take a pin. You know, let her. I'd rather have her pass out. If they want to keep pushing Liv Morgan, slowly but surely have her pass out and not tap out. Yeah, have her pass out, not eat a pin, you know, because like, in my perspective, eating a pin is more dominant than tapping out. Tapping out is just tapping out. Yeah, you, know, you can still look dominated by tapping out, you know, because you know, even the most dominant people in, in you know sports entertainment, cough, in cough, the WWE tap tapped. out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Man, they, they if the Roman, the day tap, Roman but... or Lesnar taps is the day, bro. Oof, it's, it's going to be a day. Man, the day that Roman taps, bro, is going to be fine. Yeah, everyone's going to go crazy. Right. <laughs> he has, he has, has he even tapped to like Brian or anybody like that? Bro, that's crazy to me, man. Yeah. He was going to tap to, um, I think it was, uh, but, uh, not Jason Jordan. Yeah, I think it was Jason Jordan. Was he? When they were having those, I think. I think it was. When he was having yeah. that feud. Yeah, with him, Jason Jordan, Jason was, Jordan and, like, like uh, feud, John Cena like, were all having, like, a, a mini feud. So, like I said, Liv Morgan, you know, you guys' picks are awesome as well, but we got to see what's happening next. Um, but another person that's very dominant right now, Drew McIntyre. You got to be going with Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's very dominant right now. You know, he's 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 very over right now. He's very dominant. My pick for him, you know, what's next for him, from what I heard, I'm not going off what somebody else said. It's like from a little report, is a rumor. But right now, I heard he might go against uh, you know, Snore. Backlash. Snore. So... You know, I rather Double, keep gender to SummerSlam. That's going to be the match. That's going to be the match. Like, but, um, like I said, he's very dominant right now. But my pick for the next person, you know, for him to fight, I wouldn't mind gender Mahal, you know. But it, what do you guys think about it? I think it's going to be Bobby. But for them to write it in good, if Drew and Bobby do face at Backlash, then Jinder should run in and turn on Drew, and then Drew still keeps the baby face, and Jinder is then the heel, and then you got a story to tell. Them. Andrade or Andrew Garza, I'm going to yell Tranquilo to the day I die. They, they, I, I don't care what anybody says. Andrew Garza versus Drew McIntyre, good match. And Andrade versus Drew McIntyre, even though they're starting to do it in repetition a little too much, would be a good match. But um, if, if it's going to be Bobby, make Bobby look strong. Because for the last couple of ye- two years in WWE, he's been looking like a straight joke to me. Like, there's never been a time where he, when he even when he won the, the Intercontinental belt, I was like, oh, this is a joke to me. Like, you know, not, it, it, I, I haven't taken him serious since TNA. So, I mean, like, you, if we're going to have him face Drew McIntyre, make him look strong. And for God's sake, somebody please book him against Lesnar. I don't care who. Just give him Lesnar already. Yep. Come on now. They, they're starting. But, but the thing about it is, 
if they book Bobby versus Brock Lesnar, um, then Bobby Lashley is I mean, like, WWE. That's why. What is he really he there? What does he really need though? Like he's he he established himself as a pretty over guy, face or heel. He's he's pretty. He can do pretty do much both. Pretty much do both. And and he won he won the Intercontinental title. He was always in the main event scene, even though he wasn't winning the title. You know, like name a t- name a time besides when he was like in the mid card for a bit. Name a time where he wasn't without like a big stable that was in the main event scene. You, you, yeah, because he was always he was already with week. Braun Strowman, or he was already running with like. Are you talking about yeah this, this WWE, WWE this run, WWE run. Like his past like he's always uh, with somebody to make him to either make him look good or to talk for him. Leo Rush. The you know when he was going with uh, Braun Strowman for a while, you know it's never been a time where he wasn't around mm-hmm. either around the world championship or in the conversation of sorts. So you know, you know it's it, oh, you, yeah. you got him. You you gotta do something with him soon. And and like his his stuff with like see when you had him go against Strowman, I was like yes they're finally gonna book book him like the powerhouse he is. Even though he lost, you give him straight to Lana. Like what was what was that? What, what was the where was the transition at? You know, you, if you're if you're if I'm gonna go against Braun Strowman and and lose to him, but lose to him in a convincing fashion, I'm gonna go ahead and call shots for mid card title. I'm not gonna I'm not about to go oh, yeah. and involve myself with Lana of all people getting booked into that. No, no clue. No, God. Oh, that storyline was all yeah. on Lana and Rusev. Yeah. I saw so many reports. I don't know why Lashley last so. get dragged into that. You could have had Dolph Ziggler for all. I can't reignite that feud. But Lashley, the, the dude who just came off from having a good, like a finally a good match and a good run with um with like another big guy, you you, you put him with Rusev and him him and Rusev could have could have had a good match. Could have had a great match. But but. What 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 were they doing? It, each each time it was Lana exactly. interference or it was a table or something. It was never a clean win. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe at this pay per view, Rusev finally gonna beat him and go on to do something else. Rusev never beat Lashley. Gets released. Because WWE did some petty WWE did some petty jump because they still was in contract negotiations and Rusev. Contract was in it anyways, and it was like, all right, so you're not gonna resign with us. We're gonna make you lose. Point blank, simple. So such but, a um, such a shame. Such a like shame. I said, it, it, it's a lot of stuff that Bobby Lashley could done right now, you know. But as of right now, Brock Brock Lesnar, yeah, anytime soon. Not 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 till the fans coming back. Not till he feels like he's on a sabbatical this time. Like he's he's not. He's about to take like a 2015 one where he like left in 2015 and didn't come back to like. Late 2016, early 2017. So he's gonna, you know. I mean, good, good for him though. He deserves it. He, he, no matter what way you slice it, no matter even if he's being a lazy champ or not, he he's kind of been on top. I, I like Brock. I don't. Some people say they hate him because you got to understand the, the dude. Time, if you're if you are in the mindset of being able to negotiate another man into giving you almost a six figure, seven figure salary for only a couple matches a year. You're a businessman. I don't care who you are. I mean, at the end of the day, no, no one's going to turn that you deal are. down. Doesn't right. matter. No, do, no one's going to turn that deal right. down at Brock's right. like if Say, like, say like Tanahashi wants to come over for a match with Cena or somebody like that. There's no way in hell 
that he's going to turn down a million dollar contract unless they're unless he already has some like prior exactly. agreement. Because like with the young bucks and Kenny, when they were offered their contracts, they are they're already going to start all elite. So that was kind of their you know prior thing to doing that. So you so I mean like again, Brock Brock's been on top for like the last three four years. I feel like for now, get get your rest. So because he's gonna he's gonna eventually come back till he retires, at, which is who knows when. Yeah, the money right for real. Yeah, he can no matter what anybody says, he can still go. I think he's like forty two, if I'm correct. That's yeah. still young in wrestling years. I'll fact check you. Um, but um, one thing I do want to talk he about. He is forty two. Mm-hmm. He's turning forty three this year. Yeah, he's uh, he's he, he's yeah he's uh, youngish. Young. He's still got a couple more years. I I give him that. Like five, five. He's got five, five or six. I was saying. But um, how do y'all feel about this stuff? Um, I know I'm jumping jumping to a different uh, topic, but we think like as we said that Drew is a dominant you know uh, face right now. He's a dominant character right now. How do y'all feel about stuff? One thing I noticed, one thing I noticed, I did notice this. So, you know how Steph was, like, you know, in that, like, that, like, weird demeanor, mm-hmm. weird attitude after the match? Yeah. Did y'all notice that continued on on Raw? Do you think they take Raw after, straight after Monday? I wouldn't game? be surprised because they did. The, the, he, didn't, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't change or nothing. Yeah. His hair was crazy, so yeah, you could hair, definitely tell. Yeah. Like, his hair was still the same. I was like, bro, they changed. They must have been right hurting, though. Money in the bay. What is that? Like, but how do y'all feel about Seth Rollins' character right now? Do you think he's going to take some time off, or you think he's going to leave? I mean, he's obviously going to take time off eventually, especially with Becky being pregnant. But this, I feel like the character that he, I guess, presented on Monday is going to stick around until he leaves. Like, him, him going in this trance and then beating someone up and then realizing what he did, like, he, he did that to Ray and then went and checked on him later, like. Like, how the heck you right? <laughs> hurt some, oh, you know, let me hurt you real quick, buddy. I feel hey, like. Hey, how you doing? Let me hurt you real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me, personally, like, I think mm-hmm. this is uh, a mini redemption arc. All right. So, you know, you're going to take, let's let's start. You're going to take Seth Rollins, you know. He was teasing a heel turn ever since the, the, the Hell in a Cell match. You finally turn him heel. Yeah, you, you have him feud with KO, loses to KO. Yeah, you have him go down a bit. You have him win a dog. You have a WWE Championship match. He can't win that. And now he's just he's going in circles. He's going insane. He's going to keep going. But then they're going to start easily. You know, they're going to slowly but surely, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. And you're going to have, a, like, a brand new, not a, not a, not a, char- not the burn it down character, not the redesign, rebuild, reclaim character, but a character of Seth Rollins that you can present him as, a face, and he could still be like a heel in the process. So, like, remember when he returned back in 2016 at Extreme Rules? Almost a tweener, a tweener mm-hmm. character for Rollins after you know this full evolution is done. I feel like this is a way to refresh Rollins after what all he's been you know going through. And if he takes time off, I would say it would be around October, September when the when the baby's starting to come a lot sooner. Um. Uh, it was the way they're booking right now. It seems like he's gonna be sticking on along. And if we do get Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins at a backlash, I will not. I will not oppose. I will definitely not oppose. 
No, I wouldn't mean that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Facts. Um, I just feel like overall his character is just gonna like lower down, as in like you know he's gonna start like have a couple more matches, and then he's just gonna be gone, you know, for the time being. Um, but um, there was a lot of stuff that was going on in Raw. Like, as in, like, you know, Drew being a dominant person, you know, Steph having that, uh, you know, outbreak, et cetera. What are you doing? But how do y'all feel about, you know, um, how do you feel about Edge and Orton? This is, this is the end of their feud. It's just one last match, and I kind of like it because it's Randy testing them. It's like, yeah, you beat me. In a what was it? No holes barred match. I'm pretty sure. Or no, last man standing. It was last man standing match. Yeah, you beat me in a last man standing match, but can you beat me in an actual wrestling match? I feel match? like with Randy Orton, that's what I like. Edge, oh, man. I can't. I can't. The, the way you're talking about it, he's like, yes, it's gonna be the end right here. I don't see that. I, I think even though Edge has a limited amount of matches left in him, I think they're gonna go for one final, one final match. And I feel like. Either that's going to be like career versus career or it's going to be something or something. I feel like I just – I know Orton's picking up the dub at that clash. There's no way Edge is going to win twice. Edge has a feel-good moment, but Orton's going to be like, yeah, I'm better than you in every single way. You just beat me in a brawl for being smarter than me at that moment. Yeah, but I yeah, feel I like at SummerSlam, if, they, if they're truly – Bringing the ba- back the fans at SummerSlam, that is going to be the match. I feel like, you know, a last man standing or a, or whatever you want. Not last man standing, but, you know, a no holds bar or whatever you want to have. That right there should be the end-all, be-all. And have him start going on with guys like Seth Rollins, KO, and all that. No, facts. I, I feel like, you know, I, I feel like Randy Orton is going to pick up this win at Backlash. You know, they're just going to end their few, and I feel like Edge will go continue on with somebody else. I don't know who. I would love for – I know this is not going to happen, but I would love for Edge to go against, you know, The Undertaker. You know, um, that's just my, you know, my, like, you know, in this generation, you know, as of right now, I want that match to happen again. You know what I mean? Just just one more time. But I know it's not going to happen, I, but I'm just, like, dreaming at this moment. But <laughs> – Basically, I'm just dreaming of this moment. Cause I just wanted to happen again. Cause a long, long time ago on SmackDown, you know, Edge had to come out with a little, you know, little briefcase, and the Undertaker was down. Yeah, the yeah, you yeah. Know, we know. Was, oh, Lord, don't remind on, me. He, he, he had to come out with a little, little briefcase. You know what I mean? And then he had, and he won the World Heavyweight Championship while you know the Undertaker was all vulnerable and, and, and he couldn't do nothing. You know, like mm-hmm. he was just laying there. I'm like, hello, you know, I won the champ. I'm like, nah, get your little revenge. Yo, that you match, know, that match at SummerSlam is you know? truly a woof. Definitely a woof. That's all I have to say about that. It is, it is what it is. I will, you know, like I said, Undertaker is one of like number one on my list. I love Undertaker from when I was little. So I want them to go against each other one more time just for old times' sakes. You know, Undertaker can still go. But that's just my dream. You know, not dream match, but, like, you know, I want it to happen again. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. You know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of stuff happened in Raw, and we just talked about it. But let's move on to NXT. You know, a lot of stuff happened on there as well. You know, we're going we're gonna to start off with, you know, 
Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, you know, dropping the titles. Pete Dunn not there. He's not competing. You know, he's unable to, you know, come over here, you know, um, to fight at NXT in the Performance Center. But I'm going to let y'all talk about this. How do y'all feel about them dropping the titles? Just like Timothy Thatcher's just like, you know, going away from Matt Riddle that fast. It's, it's only been like more a month now, maybe less than that. I mean, I give it to Matt Riddle for keeping the titles relevant with uh, Dunn not even being in the same country as him, not being able to compete. But, I mean, he could only have done that so many times. Like, And I feel like they had him drop it so, before it became oh, boring. Uh, I, if I've seen Thatcher's matches outside of WWE, this man is a certified killer. So, you know, so you know, I when I put, oh, when yeah. put him with Matt Riddle, I was like, okay, you know, these two these two are one of the stiffest in WWE besides, you know, like Aleister Black and Brian. These two are just like some of the stiffest. So, you know, putting them together should be like, you know, um something to see. But then when you when you really think about it, Thatcher is a natural born heel. You know, you could look at Thatcher's face and like that's a very angry, very angry middle aged man coming at me to chop my neck off. <laughs> For real, it's like you know he, he he ain't nothing to play with. So I mean, like, and then you got them with Imperium winning the titles, which I felt like was probably the most underwhelming title win I've ever seen. <laughs> this year was the most. That was probably the most <laughs> underwhelming tag title win. I mean, like you. you Oh, yeah. Ethereum now holds what like they have the they have the UK title and both the um both the tag titles. So basically they're what are they missing? A mid card championship and you know Keith Lee holds that. So I don't see I don't see Alexander Wolf beating Keith Lee anytime soon, but you know. Uh I'll get to some of Wall Street stuff later as we progress though. But you know, let's go. Um I just felt like, you know, uh the circumstances with uh Pete Dunn. You know, not him. Like, he can't fight right now. And he's unable to compete with uh, Matt Riddle for the uh, titles and stuff like that. I just felt like, you know, Timothy Thatcher, he, he's a great submissionist. You know, he's he's a very, you know, well in the ring. And I just felt like they should have just, you know, kept going for like a couple more weeks, you know, just for, I, I, you know, I felt like safety, it should have been, like, know, in, like in, uh, in your house would have been a better way to present, A, Imperial winning, and B, yeah, having exactly. the Thatcher heel turn. Exactly, because I at, at the moment, you know, the due to the circumstances of him, uh, Pete Dunne not fighting, you know, the circumstances are getting better as we the day progresses, as the weeks and you know months progresses, you know, we're getting back to our normal lives here. You know, uh, I just felt like he should have kept going like a couple more, couple more weeks. If it wasn't, if Pete Dunne wasn't able to come fight with Matt Riddle, you know, and defend the tag team titles. Then drop it, you know what I mean? At like, oh, yeah, in your house, like, drop it then, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, it, it is what it is, it is what it is, you know. But, um, I feel like you know, just for now, the premium gonna uh hold the titles, you know, just for like just a placement, just a placeholder for right now. Um, oh, yeah, until Pete Dunn and Matt Road is able to come back and compete together, but um. I don't. I don't mind premium. Um, then you know, um, I don't even know if I'm saying that name right, but <laughs> uh, they're not a bad team. I, I I like the group. I like Walter. Four hundred and five days. Um, they're a great. They're a great group. Um, but think. Speaking of Walter, he was you know. Oh, I don't remind together, you. But, 
you're not supposed to clash together. And, not, and you know, I, I think Finn Balor was supposed to win the title with it when they were clashing together, you know. Um, but now is Damien – now we're going to move on. Is Damien Priest now? You know, I, I felt like it was supposed to be Walter because Walter was supposed to be on NXT. And then, you know, that's what's supposed to be the person that, you know, uh, jumped him. But now it's Damien Priest. I'm not mad with Damien Priest. Damien Priest is a very good character, you know. He has that very, you know, that savage mentality. You know, I do what I want. You know, you don't, you can't tell me ish. You know, I do yeah. what I want. You know what I mean? Um, Damian Priest and Finn Balor is going to be a great feud. How do y'all feel about this? I think this is the feud that's going to like start proving that Damian Priest is like a good wrestler and can actually keep up with anyone else. I just think it's just a test for him if he can if he can battle against Balor and actually defeat him. I mean, I, I was so upset. Bro, I wanted Walter versus Balor so much, but you know when you look at it now, when when Balor eventually beats Walter for the title, which I think is the direction they're going for, that's gonna be what about five hundred days, four hundred days of of Walter reigning. You know, it's besides besides Tyler Bate, that's probably gonna be like the longest. Um, uh, it's gonna be the second longest title reign, and that title's only been around for like what two years, four years now, four years, like three. And that title has only been, like, on three guys with very long reigns in between. So, I mean, like, you know, you never have to have, like, a repetition of champions to have, you know, a good championship. You can always have a couple champions with long reigning days. And, like, don't get me wrong. Walter reign, Walter's reign hasn't been bad because like, it's just been stifled because of what's been going on, you know. His match with – if, if, oh, if yeah. you've seen his match yeah, with Tyler Bate, if you've seen his matches with the Undisputed Era or any of his matches – with the belt or before the belt, they've been nothing but good, you know. He's always showed up at these pay-per-views, and he's always showed up to, you know, put on a good match. So that's why I love the ring general, you know, gimmick so much. Like, he he, he has that gimmick of saying, like, the ring is sacred, all this, and he can back it up because he, he always does, he always puts on a banger every time he steps out. You know, he's always ready to put on a show. Nah, I totally agree with you guys, and you know, when things are when things get back together and, you know, things get back to normal and I feel like Finn Balor will take the title off Walter. But for the time being, Damian Priest and Finn Balor is gonna be a great few. You know, it's gonna be an awesome view. Uh you know, feel like they're gonna fight at in uh, what, in your house pay per view. Um that's gonna be an awesome match. You know, Finn Balor is a high flyer, you know, and Damian Priest is very more of a ground and pound wrestler. You know, he could have his high moments, you know, in the matches here and there. But Damian Priest is a great, great. At first, I didn't know who dude was until I, you know, went back and looked him up. This dude is awesome. This oh, dude yeah. Is awesome. He slept very, on. He's very underrated. Very underrated. I feel like he's – I feel like at one moment when it was um, uh, what was it, Keith Lee, Damian Priest, uh, Dijakovic, um, when they was all three in a triple threat match, I feel like Damian Priest should have, you know – um, uh, won that match, but it was too soon, too soon. You know, let's let's build his character up, but just a tad bit, a little more. You know, but overall, this is going to be a great feud. But what else happened on you know NXT was when you know Riddle asked William Ringo for a match, and it was Timothy Thatcher versus Riddle, and in that match, it was more of a ground and pound submission specialist match. You know. It was just going back and forth, you know, like I said, ground and pound, you know, hitting each other, submission, left and right, left and right. Because Timothy Thatcher is more of a submissionist, more, you know, 
he's more of a ground and pound person. You know, he's not that high flyer. Like, you know, you know, his size is not that much, but you know, if you look at his size, you think he's a high flyer, but no, he's more of a submissionist more than like any other, you know, category of a character. But as of right now, you know, Matt Riddle and Timmy Thatcher match at the end of the main main event of NXT. It was it was solid. It was very, very solid. And then that's you know, Matt Riddle won. You know, and then Thatcher just kept, you know, after the match, he just jumped him. And I feel like this feud is going to continue to In Your House uh, pay-per-view. But how do y'all feel about this? I mean, I think this is, like, was a good route to go with Pete Dunne not being able to compete. And that's why they had to drop the titles. I mean, they're going to have to give Matt Riddle some type of run. And it's going to be a singles run now. And this is a good way to start it because... Matt Riddle, if you want to admit it or not, is definitely top five uh, male competitors on NXT right now. F- oh, future NXT Matt. champion, that's all I have to say. He, he, he's he's going to win that oh, yeah. belt. Without a doubt. He should be the if, one to I'm take so, it off. I wouldn't Adam be mad. Cole, I wouldn't be honestly. mad. I mean, like, if he's, he's, he's beaten Adam Cole, and he's never gotten a title shot. If, um, if I'm not mistaken, he has, not, he has yet to get a title shot Adam yep. Cole, at Adam Cole. And he he beat he beat the undisputed era. He's beaten almost every single one of them. Has yet had to tell um, a title shot. So if they really want to, if they really want to tell a story later on with um Adam Cole and Matt Riddle, he can he can have all that. To, that that can be a driving force. Saying he's beaten all the undisputed era, including him, and now he has another chance to you know to beat him for the belt. Yeah, I think this is going to slowly introduce that. No, nah, facts. I feel like. You know, their food is going to continue at their, like, in your house. You know, I guess Matt Riddle, not I guess, I know he's going to pick up the win nine times out of ten against uh, Thatcher if they have a house, I mean, a match at, you know, in your house pay-per-view. Um, but I, I would love for Matt Riddle to take the title off of Adam Cole. You know, it's, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't want Adam Cole to lose the title because he's going to go to their main roster and they probably oh, don't know what to do don't, don't, don't at, the, don't at this very moment. Because look, because Vince McMahon is in like, uh, like he's in a bus right now. He's like, he's like, he's down to the, you know, sand right now, the quicksand. You know, he's going down quick because, you know, he doesn't like, Vince McMahon has a lot of itch, you know, going on with him right now. Um, He lost XFL. He lost WrestleMania. He lost everything, you know. And I feel like, you know, I know this is like off topic a little bit. I feel like he should have kept continue with XFL. He, he should have continued with XFL, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there because, like, it, it wasn't need to cancel it. Just keep going. Wait till next year. You had the fans behind you. I loved it. You know, even though my team, like, <laughs> went, went it for. Um, we, we suck, man. Like, we had the game one time. We just, like, threw it. All right, you know what? I'm not even going to get in that. We just suck, you know? But, but, over, but overall, you know, um, I feel like when it's time, when the time is due, Adam Cole should lose the title to Matt Riddle. Triple H loves him. Might as well give him the title. You know, give Matt Riddle the title. It's his time. You know, he'll be a good champ. You know, but overall, you know, I enjoy NXT very solid. But, you know, but let's talk about what all these people want us to talk about is uh what? Yeah. AEW, you know, 
I don't care. We're going to talk about AEW because I'm a wrestling fan and I love AEW as well. But I'm going to let Ethan take over this one. All Mark right. Start so... over this one, Ethan. All right, this week's edition of AEW, um, it kind of was a little light, a little light sounded early action because they're kind of focusing more on the story of the Elite versus the Inner Circle and Brody Lee versus John Moxley and their match. Um, they had a great women's match. Um, having uh, also having Britt Baker and Chris Latlander with Hikaru Shida and Penelope Ford, even though that's a match we kind of already saw, but um, you know, um, Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose is expected to be a good one. Um, a little strange and a little. If you're on why they put the no disqualification, no count out on that match. But who knows? That match could be good. Um, since it's probably going to be one of the only matches with a stipulation on it. Um, we got announced that we're going to have the stadium stampede match at a, at a double or nothing, which should be good. Um, we'll see. We're going to see Hangman and Matt, uh, and Matt Hardy back, both back. I mean, not, not Matt Hardy. Uh, the Young Bucks back at this pay-per-view. So I'm excited. And also, the with uh, Mike Tyson going to be the one to present the inaugural AEW TNT Championship. How do y'all feel about that one? It's happened before. <laughs> with Bret Bre- Hart and introducing... Look, 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 look. Okay, I get it. I get it. But that's all I'm going to say. It's happened before. Then Bret Hart came in with the AEW Championship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, why don't they just have why don't they just have one of the legends that I feel like with 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 all the stuff going on in the world with right now, I feel like that can draw a bit of attention to especially since his comments you heard Mike trying to make a comeback to boxing, which is a big woof for me because he's he's if you're looking how Mike Tyson's looking right now, he looked like he could he could do some things in the ring. Oh yeah, he could do oh, some things still in the got ring. It. So I mean, he like, um, that's besides the point. With 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 him presenting the belt, I feel like if they're gonna if they're gonna have anybody present the belt, I feel like it should have been Jake the Snake. Actually, I feel like that would been that would been a little bit better. Exactly, he was known for holding yeah, and Jake dominating. The, Jake, Jake the Snake would have been a very good this fit is. in here. Um, now let's get to what's probably going to be one of the most watched matches of the night, which is going to be John Moxley versus Brody Lee. How y'all feel? Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Brody Lee, like yeah, he deserves his time. Like he wasn't used in WWE. I get that, and he wants to, he wants some creative control, which he has, and that's cool. I just don't know if this is the good time to put him in the title match because I don't think he's going to win. Moxley Moxley has got some got a fire under him. He's hot right now. I don't think they're going to just give the belt to Brody and then they're making this big deal about him facing Moxley and he's going to be the I champ and then he just loses. I right, chunk out right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> I just, I honestly don't know because, like, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm like, I was a fan of Luke Harper, aka also known as Brody Lee. I was a fan of, you know, of him, and I'm still a fan of him. But I feel like, you know, it's kind of too soon, you know, in in some circumstance, you know. Uh, let him fight for, you know, <laughs> nothing else to fight for. <laughs> Besides, I mean, like, 
like, like, like I said, let him not wrestle all job right. besides this past week. I'm, I'm tired. Look, honestly, I'm not even trying to be like uh, this side, this side. Man, I don't want to see him fight jobbers every single week. Let him fight somebody that's meaningful. Let him fight like for freak's sake. Let him fight Darby Allen or something, you know, or or can't fight Hangman Page because he's you know. Um, I think well, he he, I don't know because he I, there must have been some reason he has been appearing on uh, these shows. And I think he lives in Canada, and I think that's the travel, you know. The travel that's why. Place. That's why Robert Rude hasn't been able. Like, but to be honest, I just, I just feel like you know. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, that, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a good one, him. but like a little too. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be good, but you're gonna know it's either gonna be John Moxley winning or uh, Brody Lee gets disqualified. Right. He's, that's what. It, that's what it's gonna be. Are you breaking him in as this dominant character? You know what I mean. Put him in the dark, what the dark order, and and he's this dominant character. And that's you know you're gonna make him lose to the hottest, you know, you know one of the uh, one of the hottest world champs right now, out of all promotions Martin. right now. Yeah, one of the hottest world champions champions right now, and you're gonna make him lose. So it's yeah, two it's, dominant it's, characters it's, in the, one it's the Fiend versus gotta, Seth Rollins all over again. You're taking a big guy who's been dominant all year and taking another big guy. And you just, they should have made. They should have made it a triple threat. They should have MJF. Had MJF does there. not need to be facing Jungle Boy on this card. I feel like MJF should have been in this match. Uh, he, he just where they've been pushing him. I thought my original thoughts were MJF wins the title here. He goes on to face Cody. Cody beats him for the belt, and then they go on with a rapidly day. No, they went in a completely different direction. I thought they would. But speaking of championship opportunities. This casino ladder match for the for for a future AEW World Title shot. We got Darby Allen, Cocabana, uh, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Frankie Gazarian, and two unannounced guys who are going to be in this match. How y'all feel about this match? It's either going to be the two that aren't announced. It's going to be one of the two that aren't announced, or it's going to be Darby Allen. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting yeah, I mean. match, and um, <laughs> apparently it's gonna it's gonna be like it's gonna be a gauntlet match type feel. I guess it's gonna be you're gonna start out with two first guys in the ring, which I think is probably gonna be Ray Phoenix. Yeah, it's gonna be Ray Phoenix. What? I feel like it's gonna be Ray Phoenix and uh, Orange Cassidy in the ring first. Then the rest of the guys will come down not every ninety minutes until everybody's <laughs> in there, and then you know they'll fight out for the the poker chip hanging above the ring. Yeah, it's. So let me re-explain. Re- re- All right, so you have, so for example, which we're probably going to get, we're going to get Orange Cassidy and Ray Phoenix in the ring first, right? They're going to be fighting it out, and, and after like a 90-second interval, you'll see, say Darby Allen comes in the match, or a, one of the unannounced people come in the match, and they're going to keep doing that until everyone gets in the match. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> So That's different. Yeah, um, and let's move on to the stadium stampede match. How y'all feel? The elite versus the inner circle with Broken Matt Hardy. I I think wait, wait, I think not, you know you know you know how they're um, you know how they're in the Daily Place, not the Daily Place. They're in the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. the Daily Place so, yeah, is attached bad. to it, so yeah, yeah, well, yeah, they're gonna they're have gonna that have match on the football the field, and they're just gonna be able to fight anywhere. Uh, they they really? better have a lot be, of cameras for that. 
<laughs> they're gonna. The I don't know where they're gonna oh, wait, start. What? I don't know how they're gonna start. Yo, they better start on the <laughs> on the fifty yard line. <laughs> it's such start the down on something. On the jag. Start on the jag. Yeah, they're gonna. But, um, they're they're basically do. gonna have it all around the stadium, and whoever wins, you know, wins. I don't. I think this should be the main event of double or nothing. Even though you know we have the world champion now, world championship now, um, like we didn't have it at the other double or nothing. But I feel like this match is has been like you know this this has been teased. All the way since the very first episode of of Dynamite, we've been we've been getting this match teased in any type of uh, form. So you know we should be this should be a good one. You know this should be the main event. It should be a good one. I mean, I don't mind it. You know, it's, it's something new. I don't, I don't I don't mind it at all. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. I'm, 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 confu- I'm, 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 I'm confused. confused. You know, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused too. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah, what are they going to start on the field goal? You know, go. You know. And like, is it like? I, is I it hope like it is an elimination match. match. I really love it to come down to Omega, Page, and Jericho and Guevara. You know, you could really tell a story right there, on its own. As, I guess we're going to get more. Well, it's not even. It's not even as we go. I mean, honestly, to go show, so they're going to have to do a lot of explaining. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. it should be an elimination match because, like, where are they going to keep all of them in the same like shot so they're nah, all getting nah, hit by they're one gonna, camera? They're going to be fighting like, everywhere. I, mean? I can already tell. Um, and then uh, the last yeah. thing I chose to I chose to keep this off to the last point because this might start something. Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. Um. Yeah, Cody, Cody Rhodes should be in the, the the elite versus inner circle match with along with Jericho. He needs to be that match. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I don't even think that's the case because I don't see him. He's not winning. He's not winning. There's no there's no way he's winning he's that match. Winning I, I, it, it'd I mean, literally be. I do. If he makes himself, if he wins that match versus one of the most, you know, you know, I guess I guess he was a free agent. Right? No, he's not. He's he's signed. He's signed. Right. Yeah. Like, um, as of right now, he was dominant, and and his first match—I mean, not first match, but like I guess I would say his first dominant match. You know what I mean? Is versus Cody Rhodes, and then that's the you're gonna make him lose. Cody Rhodes not win that match. It should have been somebody else. It should have. And again, you know, I it, again, if 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 this is the biggest if in the world, if Cody wins, you make Lance Archer look weak. Come on now. Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. No, I'm calling. I'm calling it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Archer. Why? Well, well, there's only one way to find out. Looks like we're at the wait. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, strangely enough, that matches. So. But how do y'all? I I have a question. How do y'all feel about these AEW NXT viewerships? I hate yeah. how they're compared so much. No one was comparing. All right, this is my thing. No one was comparing TNA viewerships when they had Hulk Hogan, Styles, Sting, um, uh, Styles, Foley. Like they had all those W Angle, Hardy, both Hardys. Like they they had all those WWE legends. They yeah, never they were comparing really every week. That's that's why I feel like people get so sour about talking about AEW and WWE because it has to be a comparison. I feel like that's, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, but it's gonna be. And no matter what you slice it, 
Because honestly, I don't click. Yeah, I don't click those either. articles when it says the viewership. Because I don't even care. I don't. Because at the end of the day, they're both barely hitting a million or not hitting a million. That and that's just the truth. Right. I just I just feel like because you know when my page is set up, I post viewership. But the thing about it, I post viewership, but I want to hear. You know everybody's opinion on it. You know how how was AEW? How did it seem? And it's well, like, no, I'm not talking about like your posts. I'm talking about like posts on like Wrestling Inc. and like oh, no, all no, this no. other stuff. Yeah. No, I totally no, I totally agree because I feel like I portray my you know I portray people that like I just want to get mm-hmm. you guys like get your guys' opinion. But other people like other news reporters and journalists and stuff like that, they think it's like an OD war. I'm like, you know, it's not really a war because again, the, the war was what WCW and WWE had. That was a full on war. That was a war. Yeah, that was a war. When you're both getting over millions of views, that's I a feel war, like yeah, honestly. in the first episodes of each. Yeah, AW, they, in their first they episode, so they cracked a million. million. Well, uh, NXT did uh, I think what they did um, 800k. I, I would, I, yeah, I would have to uh, fact I don't check know on that, but um, top of my head, yeah. yeah. I just, I just feel like just to end this all, right? Just be a For real, fan, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Just, just be a wrestling fan, shut up. Like, oh, AEW is better than NXT. NXT. The thing about it is, the way people portray, they be like, AEW is better than NXT. No, Raw, no, no. SmackDown. Because there's, right, there's but, plenty of things like AEW has but, to fix, and there's plenty of things. WWE has to fix every every wrestling promo, every wrestling promotion isn't perfect. I can I can find some things about NJPW. I can say about that. Yeah. Definitely can say some things about that. And uh, there's definitely things I can say about ROH. And there's no wrestling company that's completely perfect. Right. I feel like just just like just be a wrestling enjoy. Man, shut up and you, you, like if you're, and just enjoy it. Like I'm not. I'm the type of person. I watch AEW, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, NJPW, NJPW, all that other jump. You know, MLW, Ring of Honor. You know, NWA. We all do. I watch all that. I just like. I just like watch wrestling. You're not a. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not a mark like, if you prefer one. You're a mark when you're saying it's the best thing on the planet. Yes, sometimes a company can be the top thing on the planet and being the most talked about, but it'll never be the best thing because I can pick. I can guarantee you. There's been times where WWE was a top thing on the planet, but some places were having better in-ring and in-ring action than WWE. I can tell you that that company I just mentioned that has better in-ring, somebody's doing better stories. It's, you know, it's someone is always doing something better than the other. I remember this. I remember this one time I asked this, uh, you know, this so-called wrestling fan. I was like, "Did you watch uh, the pay-per-view for AEW uh, this past weekend?" And then no 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 I was like did you watch Evolve this past weekend and then, and then and the person was like no nah, I, I don't watch AEW <laughs> Evolve is not <laughs> I remember that Evolve is an Evolve, Evolve I don't watch AEW Evolve, <laughs> Evolve. You're speaking Evolve a little segue before we get into SmackDown please give Evolve some 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 type of press you know they, those. Go watch Velveteen Dream versus Darby Allen at Evolve. Yeah, that is a match to to see. That is a match to definitely see. Like, um, not to be this guy, and I know we're doing this in the middle of a podcast, but I just saw a report that apparently Drew Gulak 
Drew Gulak just got released from WWE. No way. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. Who reported that? Multiple, oh, multiple sites. Oh, for real? You're, you're. I hate WWE, bro. I'm a. All right, bro. well let's let's get on let's get on SmackDown. Let's get on SmackDown. This this podcast had a lot. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's let's hop on. Like I said, like, like you said. I'm sorry. Let's hop on SmackDown. Let's end this show oh, out with a good yeah. one. Bullshit. Um, he just he did. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> For what reason? <laughs> yes, let's have him have a banger with Daniel Bryan on Friday, and we'll release him. <laughs> yeah. We were just about to talk about him. You know what? All right. Let's... <laughs> I couldn't Dang, hold man. it. I couldn't hold it in, guys. <laughs> Come on. We just, we just right? put them over <laughs> Two minutes later, they just released Google. Google. I got a. Oh my god! Oh lord, <laughs> dude, he's he's a, a he's a he's a Philly bro. Oh, that I'm man can wrestle. What that. are you doing? Yeah. Oh man! And imagine oh, wrestling your last night against Daniel Bryan. I can, you can't be mad. You can, you can't be remotely mad. Like some of these dudes just wrestled nobody and got released. No. You you wrestled your last match against Daniel to... Bryan. Kudos to you for that. WWE had all day to do this. If you was gonna release for real, uh, talking... earlier. No, now we're talking about this in a in a in almost an hour in twenty an hour and ten minute podcast with them releasing him in the blue. For real. Yeah. Okay, all know, right, all right. Let's let's get this back out though. Let's get this back. Let's Oh man, come on! At least he was cruiserweight champion. To... At least he got a run with that belt. But he's, but he, but overall, I know we're laughing. But think about it, we're laughing about like just it's happening while we record this podcast. But the thing about it is, I don't know. All right, right, let's let's exactly let's get to SmackDown. He, I'm pretty sure you not pay him that much, but whatever. You know, we can talk about that next time. But let's talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about Otis and Miss TV. How you know he has a briefcase. My opinions on this is I love Otis. Otis is funny. He's original. Like I said before, in, in early in the podcast, he's original. He's funny. He's something new that we need to see at WWE right now. And I feel like him having a briefcase and just holding it and having fun with it is. is, is it's gold, you know? And then him, you were like, him uh, with the Miz TV segment, and then Miz and John Morrison was getting OD mad about him. He was like, you must have got some ham hogs and ham or something in the briefcase. He's, and then he's like, no, I got bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm sorry. I can't like, You can't help but laugh at this. Like, he, he's, he's a comedian. He's funny. He's, he's, he doesn't, like, one thing I love about Otis, he doesn't try too hard. He's, no, he's yeah. funny. And he I just, just acts like himself, man. He's himself. If you see what he's like, if you see what he's like been through and what he accomplished in his life, this man deserves this. And people are just like bringing him down. He's getting hate for no reason. I love yep. that. How do y'all feel about the segment between him finding a opponent and stuff like that? I mean, dude, Otis is my spirit animal. Honestly, I would pay a thousand. I would pay a thousand dollars just to hang out with Otis for a day. I'm not I have even to exaggerating. Say, that Tucker got me. Yeah. 
Tucker got Marty yeah. Janetti. You nah, can't Tuck, take Tuck, that away from me. Tuck, no, no, no. Tuck, Tucker's going to be back. He's fine. He's got a kid at home anyway. You know Come he don't on, mind. Man. But I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was cool throughout they the night. They gave the man like, the yes, Come on. You can't tell and me. Then, at, and then um, they uh, – Brian was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be his partner or not. This is how I think when he's just pre- when he's just warming up. I thought that was a little funny. Was, but no, I, I, like, I like Otis. I like Otis as Mr. Money in the Bank. Keep it. How do you feel about it, Ethan? Again, like I said earlier, Brian, the fiend, <laughs> him coming down that ramp right when they're killing each other. Quick roll up runs about with that universal championship like nothing ever happened. Oh yeah, he's oh, gonna yeah. run down. He grabs it. Cat caterpillar <laughs> caterpillar up the ramp in celebration. I know y'all. I oh. know y'all seen Braun Strowman counter. That man, not he's so stiff. He's so, so stiff with it. Ever since the show, that was a dolphin. Go flopping. That was a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but um but like I said he's 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 like he's funny, he's original. I, I love Otis. He like the thing about it is like when I see him on TV, I'm like, where's Otis? Like what like is he is this segment coming up next? Like I'm just waiting for Otis because he's funny. But um that segment was going. Like it was fun, it was funny to start off the you know, SmackDown. But another thing that was happening was they introduced the Intercontinental Championship tournament. Uh, number one, I feel like they sh- it's a yes or no between you know dropping the title from Sami Zayn, even though he wasn't you know he don't want to wrestle right now during this you know you know this uh predicament. Um, but how do y'all feel about you know who's in the tournament? You know, as, as in right now, the matches that was on you know SmackDown, you know Corbin and Elias and Drew Gala versus Daniel Bryan, he just got released for no fucking reason. But those two matches. Um, how do y'all feel about this tournament and the two matches that they had on SmackDown? I thought both the matches were good, even though it was another match between Elias and Corbin. I thought it was still entertaining. Obviously, the Daniel Bryan and Gulak Gulak's match was awesome. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I have a feeling... I have a feeling it's either going to be Daniel Bryan or Hardy. Dan- Daniel, I, I would love pick. that. Nakamura or Hardy. I don't. I don't see Daniel getting his hands on that title. And Nakamura already had it. Nakamura, yeah, Nakamura is boring. He as a heel, he's exactly. He please, face. the heel versus heel on Friday. He's boring. Exactly. Now. If, you, if you're gonna have boring. a heel versus heel on on next Friday with him and Styles, you better turn him face against Styles, man. Come on, you 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 have your little moment. Exactly. He already lost that WrestleMania versus him, and then he. I think he's, he's only beaten by, you know, him once, him. which is on a random Monday Night Raw. If I'm correct, he's only beat him once. Yeah, he's only beaten him once. If I he think can so, yeah. Beat him again and start a slow but sure face turn. Please bring back the old feet. Bring back the old theme. Bring back the old attire. I hate what he. I swear to God, I hate what he wears. Where I hate the little zip up. Keep, Give that man everything back that made him the most over thing in that company at the time. You do it, and you do it nice, and you you, you wrap it up in a bowl. 
Yeah, do it, do it, nice, do it, do it. Just come Whoa. on now. Oh. You, you can't um, keep doing this to Nakamura. He's only he's only with WWE because he lives there. I just need y'all to know that. Nakamura, he wouldn't he wouldn't be with WWE Ooh. if there was any other uh, what's it called, any other thing? Because his family likes Florida, and that's the only reason they, that he's still with. Hey, I can meet up with him. Like, what do I do, partner? You know. But um, other thing um that I wanted to cover. You know, my thoughts on it, like, my, my pick is, my pick to win is Jeff Hardy. You know, I feel like it's the right time, but I feel like they're not going to give it to him. They probably have something else planned for him because he, he, he is he facing Sheamus. Attorney match. Well, that's their, that's the next tournament. Oh, he, oh yeah. yeah. About it. He, it is him. So, never mind. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm right right there. <laughs> I think Jeff Hardy. Um, but like I said, you know, the tournament is fine. You know, I feel like it's a yes and no between Sammy dropping the title, you know, because you had other people in the company that never dropped the title and it was going for a while. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But like I said, um, well, another thing that really uh, caught it, my eye, it, I'm pretty it, sure it caught you guys. Don't, it, don't say it. Was, was, I don't, don't say it. I have, I have a feeling you're going to say it. Go ahead and say it, though. Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's that's build. actually a great, great. Uh, I was well, thinking of that full, that bull crap we call Naomi and Dana Brooke. That's what I was going to talk about. Oh, oh we're we going to talk about that. But the the prom the promo that Sonya Deville had with Dolph Ziggler, I I I applaud. You know, SmackDown and WWE right now. They're giving her what she deserves right now. She's great on promos. She's great in the ring. You know. She's great outside the ring, no matter what. And they just giving her the, you know, I guess semi push she deserves because she beat Mandy on SmackDown what a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. They're giving her her chance now, and but the thing about it, I feel like they're not going to win this match because Otis and Otis is a, you know, he's they got Otis over right now. He's the main bank, you know, person right now, so he's the main attraction right now. But how do y'all feel about this mixed match tag? I mean, mixed match tag team match next week. And how do you feel about, you know, Sonya Deville promo? I think this is just, like, her, like, testing grounds if she can handle herself, like, without Mandy and without anyone else with her. And I think she can. She's good on the mic. She's good in the ring. She has a good personality. She can be a face or a heel. Doesn't matter. So, Sonya I have trust in her. deserves a SmackDown Women's Championship no matter what way you slice it. She's been – I've been saying it since day one that Sonya deserved a title shot for the belt and nothing. She just got put to the sidelines, and it was obvious they were pushing Mandy. So with this whole with – the, with the feud right now, yes, I, I love it, what they're doing. But if, if their purpose is to push Mandy Rose, you're doing, a, you're doing a little bad of a job at it because it's looking like Mandy's going to be – I mean, not Mandy. Sonya is going to be the one coming out of this feud with more to you know, take even if Mandy beats Sonya. Yeah, I feel yeah. Guys, I feel like this match next week is going to be great. It's going to be a great pound to pound match, and you know we got to wait and see. But let's oh talk about this. Oh my god! Right now. You know what I mean? uh, <laughs> Her losing uh, streak. Fuck. <laughs> I am. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. You know, I'm not like I'm not mad to the point that I know it's going to make her turn. You know, she's going or maybe just keep her face. I don't know, but in my in my perspective, I feel like. They're going to reestablish Team Bad, you know, Tamina, Sasha Banks, and, 
you know, Naomi, hopefully, maybe, we never know, but I feel like they're going to, you know, she's going to lose the street right now, losing to Dana Brooke. Don't know fucking why, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, um, I feel like, in my perspective, I feel like Naomi should, you know, deserve one more title shot, you know, sometime in her career, maybe one or two, you know, but it is what it is. You know, I feel like it's it's, it's going to turn for the best because, you know, people people go to women's streets and then that's they know that one spark will what? get them running. And then it was, oh, yeah. you know, just that one spark, you know. So, um, but continue, continue on, on, man. Um, no, I think, uh, I think Naomi is just in like an awkward position. They don't know what to do with her, especially since the Usos like aren't going to be on the road. But like, I feel like they're also trying to figure something out for her because they don't want her just to sit at home. I feel like they want to use her, but they just don't know exactly what the plan is right now. Uh, right. Come on. Just, just come on. If a couple months ago, Naomi came back in the Rumble, had a great showing, came, uh, faced uh, Bailey. After that, what happened? What happened? Just boom. It just, it just went. The minute the the minute the Usos came back, bro, she just went the left way, bro. I don't know what happened. Yep. And then the Usos, the Jimmy oh. Usos, gonna be out for a little minute. So Smack, SmackDown Tag Division really starting to have to use their jobbers, and that's what's what's hilarious to me. That's why they can't break up heavy machinery. Marty still a person. Bro, it's not Marty. This isn't he's 30 still years ago. The, same <laughs> the, 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 the fact, the this fact isn't 30 that Ozzy got ago, his own, got his own 30 years ago. Titan Tron. You know they're about to push this. Bro. <laughs> Otis got his own um, Titan Tron. You Tucker, see? Tucker already knows he's not the Marty, most popular Jeanette. one. Like, this ain't no shock. And guess what? Marty Jannetty is getting solid. Oh, Tucker's going to get super kicked out of a window. <laughs> He's going to get oh, caterpillared out of a window. <laughs> Please shut up. <laughs> Please shut up. Um, How'd you guys like the main event? It was fun. It was Braun being, you know, Braun being not doing a caterpillar, right? But it was more of a fun match. Was, than a, um, oh, he's know, serious. Uh, he could cash in on at any moment type of match. I yeah, like him teasing. Definitely. I do like him teasing. Exactly. He's he teasing it, you know. I think I he should just keep doing that. He's doing it for like a uh, he's funny, so he might as well just keep doing that as as um as the time progresses and then see what happens. Maybe he maybe cash in, you never know. Because eighty percent of the time the person that has a briefcase wins a title. So mm-hmm. so as of right now, I don't mind I wouldn't mind, you know, because there's no crowd, there's no nothing. So it's only social media. So give him the title. Like, I wouldn't mind having a person. I know I'm going to get like a lot of, oh, shut up, you wrong. No, I don't care. I don't mind Otis as a, as a, uh, as a dominant champion. As in, like, he, he captured the Universal Championship. So, yeah, or even if he holds on to it, either or, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind either. But, um, um how you feel to be honest, Otis with the Money in the Bank briefcase is going to be a, it's going to be a trip. I feel like this is going to be a story of its own. Um, I really do think though that Hacker is going to start playing a storyline into that. Though I do think 
that the hacker will eventually get his little get his his her or the other his computer hands and start messing with Otis in some type of way or form. That's low my that's low my two cents on it. Oh. Hey, never know. Never know. Never know at all. But this been a very long, great, energetic, hype, loads of information that we needed to talk about. Yeah. I feel like this was a Definitely. very good episode. Very oh, yeah. Good episode. Um, it had it a, a lot of information in it, but we're going to try and make them, like, the longest, yeah. like, this amount, this amount of time. Yeah, this, this is not going to be our average amount. Because I feel there like was just we, a lot to talk about. And that, that Drew Gulak stuff right in the middle. We just made it longer. <laughs> Fucking. Like, yeah, bullshit. Like, um, stupid. <laughs> like, Imagine his last match against okay. Daniel Bryan. Now, um, how many people can say that? Perhaps. I just feel like, you know, we had a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Episode, you know, three coming out next week. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's been your boy, Global News Wrestling, a.k.a. known as, also known as And Ethan. And Anthony. And we call Bringing the Smackdown, you guys. Hope, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy